Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited and I actually feel like my heart rate is like energized a little bit because I've got an amazing guest today that I can't wait to share with everyone. Um, We are going to be speaking to the amazing Alicia from Bear Strength and we are going to be discussing career change, another baby and like everything in between. And I'm so excited to bring her on as a guest because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast often are making career changes, are stepping into their health and fitness journey as a coach and business owner. And I just think there are so many golden nuggets to pull from this amazing journey. So hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. It's exciting. I'm excited. So we're going to basically get straight into the podcast. So whenever I am speaking to someone, I really like to kind of take a a point of where we're at now and then look back and then we kind of go on all these twists and turns. So my first kind of question slash discussion point is like, tell me kind of where you're at now, what you do um, and yeah, why you're in the industry basically. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I'm Alicia. I live in a remote WA mining town with my husband and two kids. I've got a daughter, Ava, who's four, pretty similar age to your Lex. Yeah. And a little boy, Finn, who's just over one. Um, And I am a coach. So I work um, both out of a gym and out of my own home um, with my lovely female clients. So female only. And that was a big focus for me. Um, I just, yeah, I love to help other women feel Mm -hmm. empowered and strong and learn to love themselves and yeah just to find balance as well that if you know exercise and training it doesn't have to be this all or nothing um so we're all about yeah having a good time and doing it because we love it I love that so much and that's like one of the big things that resonates me towards you in having these conversations is finding that balance finding that success finding that life whether it's as a coach and business owner or whether it's someone that engages with health and fitness I feel like you have come so far at stepping into that space so Yes, the things that we're doing now, when I first met you, oh my God, was very, very different. So do you kind of want to take us back to where you were and how long ago that was actually? Yeah, so it was in 2020 that you and I first met on Instagram. Um, I had stalked you a couple of years before that. (laughs) I distinctly remember, so well before I even started in this industry. Um, So my background is in mining and corporate and I've been in that, I had been in that for 15 years 
Um, I was pregnant. Oh, gosh, was it 15 years? 15 years, straight out of high school, straight into wow. Yep, yep. So built um, quite a, a decent career there and I enjoyed it for all of the time that I was there. And I was pregnant with Ava back in 2017 and I remember okay. trying to look for other women that were lifting while pregnant and I found you. Is that how you found me? Oh. Yeah, because a lot of it, um, I was into lifting and I was into a bit of CrossFit at the time and there just wasn't a lot around pregnancy and training. Um, yeah. So that kind of started, I guess, my thought process back then before I even realised it. So, wow. yeah, I found you and followed along your journey as well. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I had my daughter and then getting back into training, yeah, I just found there was a big gap. It was kind of, it was either just don't do anything other than, you know, walking and Pilates was all mm -hmm. Or the other hand, I felt it was just a little bit too rushed getting back into CrossFit without much guidance and checking. So I think that's what started my brain ticking over on, hang on, maybe there's a gap here and this is something that I should look into. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, um, I've always been into the gym and, you know, I guess interested in the gym and toyed with the idea of doing it for a job, but never really took it too seriously until, yeah, I was on maternity leave um, with Ava. So she was still a baby when I started my studies. I was um, off off work and yes, wow. studying and thinking in my head I thought it was just going to be a side gig and something I could maybe do later in, later on down the track. Mm-hmm. I had gone back to my role in mining and I didn't like – I just didn't like the pace of it. It just felt uh, too busy for what I wanted at that time. And mm -hmm. I I didn't find much purpose in it. So mm -hmm. the point that if I was having Ava in daycare and I was going to be away from her and, you know, the sacrifices that come with that, then I wanted to be doing something that felt meaningful mm. and loved. So, yeah, I ended up starting up my business still while working um, for the mining company, starting up and just doing it on the side with a couple of online clients and a couple of face-to-face Mm -hmm. And, yeah, in 2020, I distinctly remember I was away in Perth. I'd gone away with Ava and I remember messaging you on Instagram mm -hmm. <laughs> and I don't even know what we started. I think it was like, hey, I'm thinking about starting full-time. I don't even know what got it started, but I know yeah. said, let's have a phone call and yeah. I just left. I remember that. Walked out yeah. to my mum and I'm like, I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> really was it yeah. after that phone call yeah yeah and that we really were just was. chatting about like I remember this call I was going for a walk it was a beautiful day in Melbourne and I think we just talked about the semi-private model like I was it's, like it was that call wasn't it yeah yeah was. yeah yeah because yeah. it was just about yeah how to I don't know just how to make set it, it up and yeah how to, up, how to make it work how did things run and it just got my brain kicking over and from there I yeah made some solid plans flew back uh, home and quit my job within the next few weeks oh my <laughs> gosh wow yeah, started up my home business so that's so cool so you actually had been thinking about it like dabbled in your head prior to having Ava that you're like was it before Ava that you're like maybe I could do this or was it very much sparked when you did have her definitely sparked properly when I had her so yeah. just because I'd always trained and gone to the gym I think there was that little thought of oh maybe I could do this for a role but I never really took it seriously or ever looked into study back then yeah um, or starting the actual career path. So it wasn't until after I had her that I just thought, you know what, this mining business, you know, it was it was great money and I did enjoy mm. the career while I was there and it was challenging, but I just found it just had no purpose or meaning for me 
in that time and yeah mm. but, did it um, like because you worked in mining for so long did that change because you were there for ages so when there. you like when you first started your career you know did you it sounds like you enjoyed it like it sounds like you did have a really good I guess in journey relationship with that work but as you kind of grew and involved as a person and became a mother like the purpose thing started to change right time I mean before before children and when I was in my early 20s it was just about making money um yeah. and I did and that was great and it funded you know me to be able to travel and do a lot of amazing things so that was my purpose at the time and yeah. as long as I was in a role that was challenging me I was happy um yeah. And then, yeah, moved moved around to a few roles and I just felt like I hit a bit of a ceiling with where I was going to go in that industry. I didn't mm. feel like there was any other steps that I wanted to make to challenge mm. me. And, yeah, without that, yeah, I don't know, it just didn't, how do you explain it? Like it just didn't light me up anymore. I just wasn't yeah. to go to work. And, you know, that grind of, you know, what it was like getting kids yeah. ready for care and sending them off, if you're not looking forward to what you're going into, it really puts a drain. Yeah. So you started your actual certs when Ava was born? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I started yeah. my certs when she was born. Again, I just thought that was going to be a bit of a side gig. Yeah. It was probably when she was about nine months old, finally started thinking, yeah, okay. and I was like, oh, I've got this time off. I may as well do some study. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. So you yeah. did your studies, you know, she was – was she going to daycare or anything at that point? Like. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. she's still going to daycare uh, one day a week while I was still off to give me that yep. day of study. And then when I started work, she was going four days a week. So three of those days I was at work and one day yep. was my study day. And then that became my coaching day. So I was coaching at a local CrossFit gym on my fourth day of the week. Yeah. And, yeah, then from there I started taking on a couple of clients here and there, just coaching them from home. And, yeah, it was probably a year of doing that, I'd say, by the time yeah. I started. So it was like your entry point was, okay, cool, we did our certs, then we came and engaged in our CrossFit classes. It seemed, I remember when we first talked, like you really did enjoy that. Like it seemed like it was a really good, you know, environment and you were getting what you needed to get at that point in time. It was. It was fantastic. Like a really good group of people. Um, obviously, I learned a lot as a coach doing that. So yeah. even classes, there's still a lot that you learn doing classes, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of lifting and technique type work, programming, yeah. things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So take me take me back. Um, sorry to interrupt you on that one. Take me back to when you actually, you know, made – well, the career change of like I'm quitting my job. But when you were doing both – your current, like your your job of mining and then also doing coaching, were you doing CrossFit classes or was it your online coaching and mining and then you all had a few classes? All, so you're doing a lot at that point in time. Yeah. yeah. A couple of clients that I was doing online. Um, I can't even remember if I was doing online or face-to-face -face or a bit of both yeah. um, and the classes. And I think that's what also made me just, I started just feeling exhausted because I was constantly switching between my, you know, day job and then trying to build a bit of a, you know, Instagram presence and get my back-end system stuff and do all yeah. And then plus, you know, having a family and all of my own time. So it just got too much. I wanted to either – I just got to the point, it's like I've just got to do it properly or nothing, yep. focus on it and actually get this thing going. And that's sometimes the thing of like – I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong 
as far as having a side hustle. Like I think it can be such a really good step for a lot of people because where there's this mentality sometimes of like go all in and like take big risks and all that kind of stuff, which is not wrong. Also, it's all about how you engage with it. Right. But having a side hustle, the reality is that you had these many things to do plus your family. So there was so much work on different things like, you know, flipping gears, going mum mode to then like mining mode to then like programming mode. Like that is a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think like I needed to have that time as it being a side hustle because having, I guess, the flexibility to uh, scale back when I needed to and, um, you know, make sure that it is what I wanted to do full time as well. Because I started straight out of my certificates then I might not have continued on. Yeah, yeah. And this to me, like the way that you've done it with doing a quote unquote side hustle and then understanding is this for me, I really rate that. Like, I think that's such a good move sometimes. But then sometimes what can happen is people can get trapped in it and then keep it there and then they get burnt out and then the side hustle drops. So it's about having that like next step and that bravery and that courage to go, okay, am I prepared to go all in? Is that for me? Um, And that's obviously when you made that decision. So that's kind of the next question that I have. Like with making such a big career change, was there any points where obviously you're excited and you're rearing to go? Were there any points where you're just like, I don't know if I can do this? Like, was there that kind of stuff that came up? (laughs) So much self-doubt, so much of the imposter syndrome. I was like, I'm I'm not a coach. How can I actually do this? I'm a mining girl. (laughs) Um, So much of it. And definitely a lot of, uh, like, a lot of the narratives around there's not going to be enough people that will want PT or coaching in town, um, we can't afford this. And just telling myself all the reasons why it wouldn't work before I even really looked into it. Yeah. Wow. It was, um, yeah. Yeah. It took me a long time to get around that, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, I remember when I first started talking with you because I don't, know that area of the country at all and I would just ask you questions around like how big it was and like it would always surprise me when you'd be like oh well there's one place here and then like this and I'm like where do you live like what is going on because it was such a foreign concept to me of I mean I've come from New Zealand so not everything's really big but you're like it was just very different to have a conversation around something that I just don't know about like the weather and the temperature and like how you train outside it was it was so much that I was learning from your environment and the challenges that were coming up yeah so when you had those things of imposter and these narratives that were going through your head what you know when you're thinking about where you were of going can I actually do this to self-doubt what were the biggest challenges that like would really potentially push you off course around not doing this thing and not actually stepping into making this a full career change? I think just me believing that I could actually make it work was a big yeah. thing. And yeah. to get around that, like I'm a very practical person and I like data and numbers. <laughs> <laughs> And so for me, I had to just, like I talked it through with yourself and my husband and my mum, and then I had to map it out. So I had some big-ass whiteboards and I had to just plan out what are the scenarios. So I did worst case. Worst case, I just keep my, you know, three clients that I already had. What would that look like? Then it was best case, you know, because you've got to aim for something. And then most realistic, like I knew I had a couple of sort of leads and what would it look like week to week? What would the money mean? Because that was a big thing to stop me when I've been in mining for so long I just was very um it was yeah yeah, yeah very comfortable I mean yeah. just 
we get comfortable with what you got. Um, so I had to map that out and say, okay, what would this look like for my family and would this work? And it did. So once I did the numbers and I could see that, hang on, this is actually an option, then mm-hmm. I got into a few more of the practical things um, like getting approval for a home business and making sure that that was all above board and it kind of just started falling into place once I got my head around the fact that, yes, it will work and you can do this. Yeah. I do remember, it was probably you, um, asking me, <laughs> what do you want to do in, you know, five or ten years' time? And I was like, well, this is what I want to do. I want to have a facility and my husband and I run it. And then it was a matter of, okay, well, you know, you need to start doing steps now, more or less. Mm-hmm. No point saying I want to do it in five years' time and then just starting in five years' time. Mm-hmm. so much that you learn on the job with mm-hmm. So I needed to be coaching, I needed to be in it and learning so that when we do get to the point that we have a facility, we've kind of got a bit of experience behind us. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, for those of you that are listening to this episode and listening to Alicia speak, like, planning, we're, we're task gals, we're data gals, right? And, like, I think when we're dealing with some of these narratives and these internal kind of pulls of whether it's imposter or self-doubt or confidence around making things work I so very much think sometimes that we try and tackle those things those narratives from like a you know a mindset perspective directly and I'm not saying that this is wrong but what I love about what you're saying and me and you actually operate very similarly is that when we look at the data and the planning I think doing these external actions to do's you know blah 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 task lists that build some of those things and helps change those narratives because we're actually like recreating and like giving positive like positive data and positive reinforcement that we can do these things as opposed to always like giving into these narratives does that make sense yeah definitely so it's like proving proving myself wrong <laughs> yeah so getting the data yeah. And the you know the to do list checked off, and it's like, hang on, you're wrong, Alicia. You can do. Hang this. on, yeah, so you are actually doing this. <laughs> like, what's your next excuse? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fear, like you uh, just built up so much fear around it, and once you either yeah face it or move on, then you get on to the next step. Get on to the next step, and this is why, like, you know, setting a plan and taking steps that are appropriate for you the person like someone's step forward might be a big jump versus my steps are quite small and methodical like a lot of people sometimes think that I take big risks and take big jumps no there's like 10 million little steps that no one sees just like you and then that's like our pace where we feel comfortable building those reinforcements showing these wins of hey your narrative is actually crap you can do these things and that's what can tackle some of the stuff so I freaking love it we're like we are planning girls around here (laughs) let's keep going (laughs) get the plan and let's keep doing it get the plan and keep going so when we obviously you did a lot of planning like I've seen your office I know how you operate as a business owner you are one of the like most methodical business owners you have trackable data you know what you're doing and I love that because I feel like that's correct me if I'm wrong is like something that just is a pillar of like, this is where I am as a business owner. This is the stuff that I can lean on. This is the stuff that I know because you've had experience in your mining career that you've pulled over the skill set also, right? So that's what I see as like such a big thing for you. Now with all of this planning and all that kind of stuff, the business that you run now, tell me a little bit about, you know, 
I guess the trajectory of how you've got to where you are now and how that molds them with your life because I met you with one baby and now you got two. (laughs) So I guess going back a little bit, so I ran my business for just over 12 months before I, no, 12 months. Yeah. Well, maybe more like 18 months, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Before I had my second baby, Finn. So I... No, that I, it was about when your power program came out mm. and I just found out that I was pregnant with Finn and I was all ready to sign up and then Finn was planned but it still shook me um, and I thought, <laughs> oh no I can't do this now like everything's going to stop and I can't you know keep pushing forward and I'm so glad that I actually still went ahead with that power program because mm-hmm. it did it gave me a lot more to think about around how to design a business that would actually fit my life and my family. And that Mm -hmm. was the whole reason that I had, well, not the whole reason, but a big reason I had my own business is so that I could Mm -hmm. fit around my children and my family and where we're at now. So I went ahead uh, with yourself and the other girls and the Power Power Program Mm -hmm. and managed to map out like what success would look like for me after Mm -hmm. having So for me it was, you know, only a few working days uh, but having, you know, people that I really wanted to work with and having that flexibility but still having the quality of the coaching. So, mm. that, and it's taken a little bit longer to get it up and running than what I originally planned, but that is life and that is baby. Mm. So, it's <laughs> a year old now, so it's taken me sort of this this amount of time to get yep. up and running. Um, but now, yeah, it's quite flexible. So, my, you know, my business is based around online coaching but with a face-to-face or a one-on-one component. Um mm my clients you know they're not restricted to my availability they've still got training that they can go and do without me and then they have the yep. We've still got a lot of contact with each other and then we do still get that face time because i love coaching in person um mm. much prefer that to online but this hybrid mm-hmm. sort of makes us um get the best of both worlds and yeah it works really well i love that so much like when you think about that model, so the model that you've chosen to adopt for your business that has been built around your life and like the things that you care about, did you have any, I guess, like resistance around doing a model like that? Do you, do you know what I mean when I ask that? Like whether it was uh, voices from the industry or things that we should be doing, like did you have any resistance that came up? Yeah, definitely. Um, I... <sighs> Again, it's one of those stories you tell yourself. So I have told myself that I really didn't like online coaching and that's not what I wanted to do. But the more I've built uh, a lot of my back-end systems and made it a little bit more streamlined, I don't feel like it's as difficult and I'm still yeah, okay. relationships with clients. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, in the industry as a whole, it's a lot of you've got to hustle and you've got to work and that never mm. sat well with me because I felt like, well, I can't do that. Does that mean I'm failing? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's around, you know, understanding that, no, uh, you know, are my clients happy? Are they still getting the results that they come to me for? And if they do mm. that by, you know, few days of work a week, then that's great. It's working. And that's a win, yeah. And it's like because the, the health and fitness industry, there's so many things that is like, not pushed on us, but there's just all these messages, especially as a coach and business owner, right? It's like hustle and grind and working hard. And that's not to say that we don't do all of those things at some point in time, but we're grown ass women with babies and and children that are growing up that we want to have that 
incorporate like incorporate into our business because that's a magical time for all of us right and like I don't feel like anyone speaks to that like it's just like where are we (laughs) pretty much and I remember being told a while ago around you know to think of sometimes think of your life as seasons and that's probably a big thing I didn't have to come straight back to work after having Finn so even though I built this business and then all of a sudden I'm off on maternity leave I felt a lot of pressure from myself that I needed to get back to work soon Mm. having him so that I could you know keep my clients and I was so worried that I was going to lose people and in the end I've I think (laughs) probably 80% of the clients I've got now are the ones I had from the start. Like they've stuck. Wow. So a few new clients have come in, others did their own thing, but they've, they've come back or they've stuck around. Um, yeah. And then you just realize it's more about, yeah, the, for me, it was a lot around the relationships I'd built with them. Um, yeah. That's awesome. On all the time, working seven days a week, busting my ass and not missing out nah. you know, time with my nah. kids. Yeah. You've got that got that relationship with the people yeah and I think like that you know of course when you have a a break off whether it's to have a baby or whether it's I don't know like if someone just wants to go on holiday or for any other reason like there can be these expectations or these pressures that we put on ourselves to get back but at the end of the day like the pace in which we go it's it's all determined on how we want to live our life because I'm in this for life you know, you'll be doing this however this looks for both of us because I can guarantee that in another year we'll probably look back and be like, wow, things have changed. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's the other thing, like knowing that it doesn't have to be permanent. So I started back at work at a gym. So that was the only thing I did was just some casual um, group fitness, Mm -hmm. casual PT at a gym. And I wasn't running any one-on business stuff for a while because that's just where I needed to be. I needed to, after having baby, needed to be out of the house, not doing any of my own back-end stuff, just rock into work, do some coaching, come home. And that worked awesome for a while. And as I kept going and as Finn got older and he's in daycare three days a week now and Ava's in kindy and I've got a bit more time and a bit more drive to do what I want to do with my clients so you know nothing's permanent I didn't have to just stick with one thing and I think not yeah to change things up either like I don't want to change things on my clients every two months but I'm also it's something if it's not working yeah I love that that's like the permission piece to be like you're going to evolve because I even remember when we were discussing before Finn was born, what will the business look like? And then there's still been iterations and variations and things that you've gone, yeah, cool. Or, Hey, I might not do that right now. Like we can set as many plans, but it's also about having that, I guess, like uh, just being comfortable in where you are to make changes with what it is right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, I love that so much. Like permission to go on the trajectory of what's interesting you, what's the pace that you need to go at. You go up, you go down. Like this is after all why we run businesses because we get to do what we want. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone, um, you know, anyone that specifically, I, I don't know, actually, before I go on to the next question, I just, something just came into my head. Um, I Like as a mom, I don't know if you feel like this, but as a coach and as a business owner, like when I became a mum, because sometimes I don't feel like a mum, like sometimes I'll go to like the gym and then I'll be like, oh, it's time to go and pick up Lexi and I'm like flip into that mode. Like do you ever feel like that sometimes? <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. So I um, oh, look, I have phases where I feel like everything is crazy and too much but I've seemed at the moment anyway, I've got a pretty good balance. So my three working days are like, full-on working days it is getting 
super early getting it's all about getting the kids out the door getting them into care or kindy i work all that day you know dinner's got to be prepped the night before and like very very on 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 but then the days that i'm off with them um i just don't do basically work like if my clients yeah them back but i sitting at my desk doing content or any of my back-end system work i'm just I just have to switch completely because I find if I'm trying, especially with Finn being his age, like he's one, he's full on, he's on the move. Um, I can't, yeah, I can't try and still keep my business hat on when I'm full time. Yeah. Well, so I just. Okay, that was my question actually. Like how, have you tried to run it the other way where it was like do lots of things on every day? Yeah, yeah, and I just ended up so miserable. So uh, it was just getting burnt out and stressed, and it was quite a few months back now, and it was, yeah, whenever my husband was off work because he works on the roster, I was trying to sit in my office and get work done, and the kids, I can hear them, and they want to come in and play, and it's just, it just got crazy. So at the moment it's like, yes, I know my full-on work days, and they are full-on, but then my yeah. day off is still full-on because I'm a mum. Yeah. Kids, you're a mum yeah 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 at least it's um a little bit more defined and it seems to be yeah and that was like actually some of the questions that I had today I was like how do you structure weeks like how do you approach your work week and I think like that kind of pulls in with that notion of like sometimes I forget that I'm a mum because it's a full-on work day like it's a full-on work day for me today um and then I'll like disengage like I finish at three to go and pick Lexi up and then I'm like a mum and I actually think sometimes like I tried to do it too like I have Wednesdays off and that's like a mum day now I work Wednesday nights which I never used to do and that's like a, a work night so I don't know I I, I honestly don't know it doesn't work for me to just kind of dabble in lots of things all the time. Like it's frustrating and I feel like I'm shit at everything. Yeah. Yeah. My brain ends up fried because you, you feel like you don't actually achieve any of it because you just, yeah. to start it all. And I just, I, you know, you get, I get frustrated if the kids want my attention on those days yeah. and it's not fair on them to be like oh that. Oh my so, gosh. So I just need to set my own expectations because then if, you know, if Finn's asleep and Ava's happy watching a movie and I manage to do something, that's cool. But otherwise I, yeah, I don't expect them to be work days and yeah. I, um, yeah, but just means my days on, I have to be so productive. You're like, on there's, queen. There's no watching Netflix and eating my lunch on um, those days. <laughs> <laughs> so much into them but it's fine because for me at the moment it's three three days a week of three days (laughs) the rest is mostly family time so yeah yeah I love that I love it so much and mums that work in our industry like I do think that this is a conversation piece that is not talked about a lot is like mums working in the health and fitness industry and like sometimes I feel very weird that I'm like I am in that category because I don't really resonate with that sometimes. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm a cool mom, man. (laughs) But that's who we are, right? And I don't want I don't want to be like the mum coach, but like I am a mother, but it's just a portion of who I am alongside a coach and business owner and you know my own identity. But I do think like this speaking of how do we make this industry work for us? like it's not there and it's like we have to fit our businesses into a certain model we have to have you know full-time hours or a full-time book of clients but like the conversation piece of like no what is your capacity how many days do you want off like that's a really important piece of our life yeah big time and having those boundaries with clients as well like I I wouldn't even say most of my clients are mums but even the ones that aren't 
they they know my boundaries. They know that, you know, late night sessions don't come up often. Um, and they're cool with that. They're just the sessions that they do on their own and then we yeah. a lot of shift workers. So when they have their yeah. morning, um, their mornings off, that's when they come and have their sessions with me. So yeah. it's just getting those boundaries for me um, right up front because I knew that if I was going to be working late nights, it just creates a little bit too much chaos for my liking. <laughs> so yeah. stress for me. Um, and does yeah. that probably don't have as many clients as I could have? Yep, sure. But that's um, that's the payoff that I was willing to, you know. That's the reality, right? Yeah. And I'm like, because Lexi goes to school next year and I have to choose a school, which is like, oh, my God, it's such a responsibility. Yeah. And I'm like, I like she goes to um, childcare four days a week. And, like, I've been very clear on, like, holding on to my Wednesday with her because I'm like, she's going to have to go every single day next year. Yeah. And, like, of course that's meant that I can't do as much work on certain days or whatever it might be and like even tonight I usually work Thursday nights but my husband's got a gig so he's doing his thing now and it's about balancing our own lives as people uh, alongside business owners and parents it's very weird like but it's uh, knowing that that's okay to do it as well do you know what I mean Yeah, there's, still, there's yeah. a lot of juggling that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of juggling and that's actually a really good segue. Like we're talking about this about, I mean, to be honest, it sounds like, you know, we are giving great advice and I feel like at times, like I do really feel like I'm freaking rocking it, juggling this stuff, but it is really hard at times, right? Yeah, really hard. Um, and yeah. even I found, you know, there's times when I would forget about my own, I hate the word self-care, but... <laughs> <laughs> My time because I was treating going to work or working on my business as you know my time, but it's not, not. It's still yeah, I love what I do. So I found that I was not doing anything that was just for me, like I'd fit yeah. in, in between clients and then yeah, doing nothing. So I bought myself a pair of roller skates. <laughs> oh my, I know I've seen them so great. I haven't used often, but that is like just one of the things that I will try and go and do every now and then just to switch off completely from all things mum, business, and everything else. And yeah, just had a bit Dang. of do you oh. know what I mean? Like I was talking to my husband because he. He's not in the health and fitness industry. He has a different industry job and his hobbies are music. He plays in a band. He has band practice every fortnight and now he's got a gig. And I was like, he was like, oh, I was talking about hobbies. And I was like, I really, I need to have something to disengage. And he's like, yeah, but you train. I'm like, but training is so wrapped up in my work as well. That's not a hobby. That's health and fitness. Like that is me being a responsible just person to keep healthy and fit. Right. And so I was actually thinking about this last time. I'm like, what do I want to do? Like I started skateboarding, but it's raining now. So I feel, I found like that little outlet has been like dropped and I've been feeling a little bit funky. So it's like realizing that self-care is not our business because it's our time. Self-care is not our lifting necessarily. It can be, but like having that extra thing, to allow us to just kind of diffuse and switch off, right? <laughs> it is, and it's important because you can only go so long. And oh sometimes, you know, there might be weeks where, you know, I've got a launch coming up for yeah. like, coaching at the moment. So, you know, I've, I've not trained or skated for a couple of weeks because yeah. it's just hard, but I kind of know that there's an end date to that and I can get back to a little bit better of a routine. <laughs> we can get back to the skates, hey, babe. Listen to us. Look, we are, we are scatter, scatter girls. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, so my last kind of question that I um, 
want to finish on, you know, knowing what your business is like now and, and understanding this beautiful mold and creation of your business fits around your life and not the other way around. Like, do you have any other, do you have any advice for anyone either wanting to make a career change, anyone that's wanting to have their own family and like understand how they can make all this stuff work? Yep. Yep. So, um, know your numbers. Cause obviously I love my data. So definitely <laughs> do the plan and know your numbers, especially yeah. when it comes to career change, like know exactly worst case, best case, what that's going to look like. It just mm-hmm. gives you confidence to push forward with that. Um, mm-hmm. and definitely get support, <laughs> get mm-hmm. a mentor, get support because it is the best investment you'll ever make. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly if it is a career change into the health and fitness industry, because it can feel very lonely and you mm. you need someone to help support you and also call out your bullshit and mm. <laughs> face up to your excuses. Mm. Um, and as far as like the family thing, I think it is, yeah, definitely don't feel like you have to have it all and do everything because some things you, you need to juggle and some things are going to drop, but it's choosing which things are important to you and which mm. things really matter that you're going to, you know, prioritise and hold on to and which things might just have to take a little backseat for a while. I might have to take a little bit longer, like, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Since I, like, had Lexi, I just feel like I'll, I'll set a time frame. Now my re- my time frames are far more realistic, but when I was first figuring out motherhood, still figuring out, by the way, yeah. I would just set these expectations like yeah like add like at least six months to that every single time because they're just going through their things right as children yeah (laughs) i i love those pieces of pieces of advice so um that was that was awesome i think our listeners will gain so much stuff just about like real talk of like making these changes and how you approach the change because everyone is different when they're making a career change and everyone is different when they're creating their business around their life and I think this is why I'm having people on in the health and fitness industry because it's just understanding these experiences and what these journeys have evolved um so where can our audience find you what have you got you got online coaching launching where are we at where can we find you yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Bare Strength, B-A-R-E Strength. And, yeah, I hope to see some of you soon. Yes, yes. I love it when you get – when you're on your reels, I freaking love it. Like, I love that content that you put out. It's so good. And I also love when you do your little questions on your stories about, like, random things. I always get so much joy out of that. <laughs> so random shower thoughts. I'm like, I need to know what other people think about this. <laughs> so good so good well we hope you have enjoyed that episode guys thank you so much for joining me today it was an absolute pleasure thanks for having me bye